if you feel totally overwhelmed and have no idea where to even start, which is often the case because we look around and we think there's so much to get rid of, where do I even start? Um, then the trick I found that actually got me going and allowed me to build momentum was the simplest way possible of wandering through the house with a bag in my hand and picking up 20 things that can be donated or 20 things that are trash. Even if you find and get rid of three to four things each day, it's only three or four things that you either put in the trash or put in the bag to donate. You will get rid of 100 things a month. And over the course of the year, there will be 1,200 fewer things in the house at the end of the year, even if you do nothing else. That's about 10 big boxes of stuff gone from the house. And all you've done is pick up three or four things each day. Welcome to the Sick Mom's Guide podcast. If my mom can do it, you can too. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Hardy. I've got seven children, ages 6 to 28, and multiple chronic illnesses. And I've started this podcast to give a voice to moms with chronic illness. And we're starting a new series today about organization. Have you ever wished your house was more organized or that it was less cluttered? I have got the ultimate solution for you in the name of Sarah Moore, the Urban Earth Mom. Sarah Moore is amazing. I actually went through her program a year and a half ago when I moved out of my last house. And using her program, I got rid of a third of the things I owned. And it felt so good not to carry all that junk with me. And Sarah describes herself as her left brain having the mind of a Lego master builder when it comes to filtering out all the busy work and time wasters of a process or project, leaving only what's necessary to achieve the desired result. Well, friends, I love Legos and Lego master builders. And here she is, the master builder of organization, Sarah Moore. Hi, I'm Sarah Moore. And I help women de-stress their lives by letting go of what is not serving them so they have the time and energy to do, be, and have all that they want to. Today, I wanted to share five quick and simple ways to, that you can implement right now to declutter the house, even if you have low energy. None of the ways I share take more than 20 minutes and can be done on the fly or even sitting down. Now, are they going to get the house clutter-free overnight? No. Uh, but it didn't become cluttered overnight, so getting it clutter-free in a short time is difficult to achieve. I mean, you can go hire someone and get them to help you get it all gone in one weekend, like they do on the tiny living shows, but that's exhausting, even if you don't, aren't dealing with a chronic illness. So the first step um, that I tell all of my clients to decluttering the house takes no physical effort at all. Before you can let go of things physically, you need to let go of them mentally and emotionally. This is a whole podcast episode in itself, but I'll try to cover it in a few sentences. It's amazing how you can stand in front of the closet and not have a thing to wear. You, but you can't part with anything that is stuffed into the closet. The same with those knickknacks covering the shelves or pots and pans in the kitchen. Um, or actually, often we have knickknacks stuffed into drawers and cupboards. Um, we give everything so many emotions. We have boxes full of the knickknacks that are probably stuffed at the back of that closet that's stuffed with clothes. Um, we don't want to put them on the shelf for people to see, but we don't because we don't like them. But heaven forbid we should get rid of them. Um, and we feel like we can't get rid of them. 
So, okay, you may have inherited a lot of things, but you choose to keep them. I have an acquaintance who loves to collect an antiques, as her mother loved to collect them too. But when her mother died, this acquaintance kept every single thing that came out of her mother's house. Now she has two whole households of full of possessions in her once spacious home. This is actually the subject of my next blog post that will be coming out at the weekend. So I will link to my blog in the show notes. But letting go is mentally of the things um, is necessary before you get to physically let go of them. Because it, otherwise you will be standing in front of your closet saying, but I can't get rid of anything or in the kitchen and saying, I can't get rid of anything. Um, so let go of them mentally before you let go of them physically. The second step is to stop bringing things, new things into the house. <laughs> now, I'm not talking never buy anything again, but I'm going to let you into a little secret. The reason the house is so cluttered is that too many things were brought into the house. Okay, it's not so much of a secret, but it's true. Those things that clutter the house didn't magically appear all by themselves. Okay, some of them may have done. You kids bring in the wildest things. Some, mine certainly did. Um, but often it's you that brought them in and you have to let go of them and take them back out again. But you also have to stop bringing more stuff in to start with. If going to the mall or Target is your family outing, then find another way to get out of the house and spend more time with family instead of walking around with the mall, walking around the mall because there's stuff to buy at the mall. And inevitably, even if you go to the mall or you go to Target, um, you only in planned on getting one or two you know, essential things that you needed for the week, you come out with $50 to $100 worth of stuff you didn't need. That's where the clutter's coming from. Um, so go to a museum, go, to a, um, go for a hike, spending time outdoors, even if you sit on a bench while the kids run around or you sit on a chair on the beach while the kids run around. It's so beneficial for your mood and there's nothing to buy in the park <laughs> or on the beach. So you'll, have, you'll spend less and you'll have experiences to talk about. You should only go to the mall if there's something specific you need to buy. And go the same with Target, especially Target and Costco or these big um, warehouse clubs. You go in for uh, one thing and, and they're another place you come out with two, three hundred dollars worth of stuff. Um, and you don't need it. So either consider buying online or go into these stores with a list and commit to going straight to the items you need. Find them, buy them, leave. <laughs> no wandering around the store to look at things. No, definitely stay away from that dollar area in Target. Make taking a stroll in nature your default way to get exercise and connect with each other. So mentally letting go and stopping the inflow of stuff is needed to make sure once the clutter's gone, it stays gone. It's like dieting. If you change the way you eat for a month, you lose 10 pounds, if we're lucky. Um, and then you go back to eating the way you did before you were dieting, you just gain the weight back again and sometimes even more. Um, it's the same way with decluttering the house. If you don't change the way you think and behave around stuff, then all the decluttering becomes is putting the house on a diet and afterwards the house will rebound and will be even more stuff than it was when you started. So, so now that you've set yourself up for success with letting it go mentally, and um, stopping it bringing, you need to start losing the weight in the house. If you feel totally overwhelmed and have no idea where to even start, which is often the case because we look around and we think, 
there's so much to get rid of. Where do I even start? Um, then the, the, the trick I found that actually got me going and allowed me to build momentum was the simplest way possible of wandering through the house with a, or through a room with a bag in my hand and picking up 20 things that can be donated or 20 things that are trash. Even if you get, find and get rid of three to four things each day, it's only three or four things that you either put in the trash or put in the bag to donate. You will get rid of 100 things a month. And over the course of the year, there will be 1,200 fewer things in the house at the end of the year, even if you do nothing else. That's about 10 big boxes of stuff gone from the house. And all you've done is pick up three or four things each day. So that will help you get started. And once you're on a roll with getting rid of things, you can start doing um, focusing on it a little more. And believe me, getting started and building momentum is half the battle when you want it all gone. Uh, but you don't have the end. You don't need to spend 12 hours, straight hours going through everything in the house. Spend 20 minutes each day decluttering one thing, one drawer, one cabinet, one bookshelf. And the best thing about decluttering drawers is you can take the whole drawer with you to the dining table or the coffee table and declutter it in front of the TV. Or if it's too big, get someone else to, to help you pull it out. And um, the distraction will help you make, make it feel like you used no energy at all and it took no time. Um, if you can't bring, say, you can't bring a cabinet or a bookshelf to the TV, so pull up a chair in front of it and sit down and remove only what is needed, what isn't needed from just one shelf. Actually, what I usually advise clients to do is to flip it on its head and pull everything off of that one shelf, out of that one cabinet, out of that one drawer, and only put back what you need and you want because everything else is clutter. Uh, and I find that people, when you have to choose what to keep rather than choose what to get rid of, that's when you actually make some real progress in, in decluttering because you will get rid of a lot more if you have to justify putting it back. Just don't get carried away and try and take on the whole bookshelf at once or you exhaust yourself. And then you'll quit. Another rule that I have is everything that you declutter should leave the house by the end of each week. If you let it collect in the garage, you'll just find yourself leaving it there for years or bringing stuff back in the house. The only time I recommend piling the clutter up in the garage is when you are getting ready to have a yard sale with all this stuff. You declutter it from the rooms and get it out of the house if you're not having a yard sale. So you can sell things on Facebook or a selling app like Let Go is a great way to make a little money without the effort of a yard sale. Although I have a friend who is having a yard sale in um, a couple of weeks that had a great idea that I'm, I'm trying out with her. She's got a bunch of friends together um, and we're all going to have a dollar day, which means everything that's sold at the yard sale is going to be priced at a dollar. Now, everybody's going to get one small table. And there's going to be about five or six friends at the house and um, we'll all have a table and we'll all put our things, uh, our dollar items on the table and sell it that way. And I spent probably about an hour going around the house to find things that I could put on my dollar table. And I set myself a goal of finding 50 things. And I, I kid you not, within an hour, I had found 50 things that I could put in the dollar table. Um, so I'm all set up, ready to go. Don't need to price it. Um, probably only need to bring a little bit of change. 
um, and you get together with have friends and have a fun day and you're just sitting down you know selling your dollar items so now that we've got rid of we started getting rid of things um, and even when the house is still cluttered it makes a big difference if you put everything away at the end of the day even if it's just in one or two rooms even if it's just the kitchen and the living room that get tidied at the end of the day and either at the end of every day or at the end of each you know every other day um, just to put everything away and if you have kids there's a great way that you can get them to take all the effort uh, when my kids were very little they used to love the big comfy couch it was a kids show from Canada featuring a clown who made a great big mess on every episode and then did a 10 second tidy at the end I turned this into a game with my kids and at the end of each day I would put on some music and the kids would run around the living room grabbing their things and taking them to put them away. The effort involved all came from them. I'd pitch in a little bit, but um, they, you know, they, they took all the effort. They were running around putting everything away, mainly because it was mainly their toys that were scattered across the living room and dishes from the kitchen. The winner would get to choose the snack for the day, so they were motivated to participate. Um, and the music turned it into a game, and especially tying it into a show that they loved to watch, um, made it into a game. Now, it's important that the kids actually have somewhere to put the things, either in their rooms or in the living room, but this can be as simple as a couple of shelves or even a basket or cardboard box. If there isn't somewhere to put things, they won't participate because it becomes an impossible game to play. But you don't need fancy storage options to start with. In fact, once you get rid of the clutter, you probably won't need fancy storage options for anything because most houses have plenty of storage to deal with the things that we really need. It's the clutter we don't have room for. So to recap, all of those five low energy ways to declutter are let go of everything mentally. This really will make parts of the process that require physical energy so much easier. And it's a first step that because it doesn't actually require you to physically do things, um, we actually forget. So number two, stop bringing new things in. Otherwise, you're simply putting the house on a diet and you're continuing to eat bad food. Do a drive-by decluttering every day or every couple of days. And when you have more energy, spend 20 minutes decluttering one thing, one drawer, one cabinet, one bookshelf. And lastly, Keep things put away regularly throughout the week, involving the kids to make sure your energy expenditure is minimal. So that's really it. Five ways to get the whole house, not decluttered overnight, but certainly by the end of the year, I mean, 10 big boxes of stuff left, the living room and the kitchen or, you know, bedrooms, that will make a big dip impact in, it certainly made a big impact in my house. It will make a big impact in yours. So thank you for listening. Um, in the next episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to stop papers from taking over the house, which is something we all suffer from unless we keep on top of it. So uh, thank you for listening and have a great day. Thank you again, Sarah, for being here. Isn't she amazing? I love her ideas. Also, I have a confession to make. Going to Costco on Saturdays is our family time. So Sarah, we're going to try moving that to the park and see how that goes. I love that I learned something from this episode too. And I really appreciate you being here and listening this week. Your time is so important. And I'm glad you're willing to share it with me. 
I have some super exciting news for you. And that is the Chronically Positive Moms Club on jenhardy.net is about to open. So if you go to jenhardy.net slash club, which will be in the show notes, you can sign up to be one of the first people into our group. It's the same group of people that we have on Facebook. But guess what? No one's tracking you on Facebook. No one's selling your information. It's all completely private. So I am so, so, so excited. You come in there, we're going to get to know each other so much better than we've been able to do on social media, because there's none of the outside junk. So again, Jen Hardy, J-E-N-H-A-R-D-Y dot net slash club, C-L-U-B. Come in, join me. It's awesome. Also, our episode today was sponsored by the book, The Sick Mom's Guide to Having Fun Again, If I Can Do It, You Can Too, written by yours truly, You can find that on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere you buy books online. Our music today is A New Day by Scott Holmes. I love my little perky music. It reminds me of a little sitcom and just perks me up. Anyway, I look forward to talking to you next week and we'll learn about how to get rid of all that paperwork mess. Thanks again for joining me. 